0: Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Go, hit it.
1: Hit. I'm sorry, hit what?
0: Here, the, where I thought we were starting by singing the all in the family theme song.
1: No. What? No, but no. That's what you said. I have told you again and again that I only do my Gene Stapleton act when I'm by myself. But that's it. We just, just by myself. This. No, are, am I by myself right now? Uh, no. No, so how can I do it? I
0: can't. I'm very disappointed.
1: I am too, because I was really hoping to do that, but then you came and barged into the studio here when I was dressed up as Gene Stapleton, and now, look at me,
0: I am a fool. <laughs> uh, uh, but outside of that, yes. welcome to episode number 59 of Fill Me In, a cross-train power bar. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: also masquerading as episode one, where Brian does not dress up as Gene Stapleton. We
0: have a big show today for things that we, we really don't have that much, but it turned into a big show. It's we, always a big we show. We have an update on Lala God, that's huge. We have viewer mail. Even bigger. We have a contest. The most biggest thing we ever. Have, we have a new segment that we'll tell you about uh-huh. later. Oh, uh-huh. it's a very uh-huh. exciting new segment. And that's all going to come up right after the music.
1: The music here yeah. on VH1.
0: After the uh, music, <laughs> is this what? the part where we take all the drugs?
1: This is, well, this is the part where the audience learns what happened to us after after the music went bad.
0: It's going to be either drugs or a plane crash or a horrible yo-yo accident.
1: Uh, yeah, is that uh, yo-yo like the toy or like the cellist?
0: Um, I thought it was actually like the gymnast. Like the gymnast yes. yo-yo? Which yes. gymnast is that? Yo-yo uh, Kolchnikov. Yo-yo. <laughs> The famous Russian rhythm gymnastic person. Oh, rhythm
1: gymnastics! That yes. is a new feature in upcoming Olympics.
0: <laughs> the, the rhythm gymnastics are in the Olympics. Rhythm gymnastics? Yes. What is that? Is That's, that not that just dancing? No, it's the one person's got the ball, the other one's got the rhythm. Then not the rhythm, the ribbon. Are you sh- the uh, ones? That, so so ribbon, else... ribbon gymnastics. No, it's rhythm gymnastics. But there's four events. One's got is, the ball. Is, the, is is the rhythm going to get you? Okay. The rhythm is gonna get you. you. The rhythm is gonna get you. you. Isn't that a song? You just can't admit that I'm right. It's a Gloria Estefan song. The rhythm is gonna get you. It is. Congo Bongo.
1: Congo Bongo (laughs)
0: <laughs> Aren't those lyrics in all of Gloria Estefan's songs? What, Congo and Bongo? Yes. So, our first uh, segment on the show is going to be an update on Lala Pazula 2, the son of Pazula. It's still happening on
1: August 22nd, a Saturday in August.
0: Yes. 11 uh, a.m. to 5 p.m. to in 5 Queens, New York. Uh, it's $20. $20 to get in. Uh, sign up is open. You can sign up on the blog, or you can uh, email us and tell us that you want to come.
1: Yeah, it's uh, there's a PayPal thing, but some people don't like PayPal, so those people should email us and tell us that you plan to attend. And you can either mail us a check, we'll figure that out, or you can just pay us at the door. Or but we
0: have we've gotten a number of uh, emails from constructors about the puzzles that they want to construct. That's oh, true. the big news! I forgot to say the big news. What is the big news? We are going to have the playoff boards. Will Shorts is letting us borrow... I'm sorry, who? Will Short's attendant, ah. sorry, is letting us borrow the playoff boards from the ACPT. So we are going to have playoff boards. We're going to have ACPT-style finals. We are. For both our divisions. Yes, which we're, we're, going, having, we're going to have two divisions. We haven't figured out how we're breaking up the divisions. But there, but there will be two. There will be two divisions. Basically, going to, it's
1: going to be the genius people and the normal people.
0: Right. Right. I think we're going to be in that other division.
1: You and I, we're going to be in the judges people.
0: Yes. Uh, so... That's going to be very exciting. And thank you to Will Shorts, attendant, for letting us borrow the the boards.
1: Indeed. Thank you very much, Will. You're not listening, but uh, we appreciate you nonetheless.
0: So, uh, once again, we do encourage you to sign up as early as possible.
1: Yeah, sign up or at least, you know, commit to signing up by sending us some email to say so. Yes. I don't know. Just tell us. We like to know as soon as possible how many people to expect so we can uh, plan accordingly.
0: Yes, we would like to plan accordingly. We would.
1: accordingly.
0: Uh, What did I say? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, there you go, Lollapazula. That's it. Yes. Viewer mail, opening it up. We got some viewer mail this week. We which do. Is, uh,
1: that's unusual, since we so rarely have viewer mail. Yes. Uh, the first viewer mail of the week comes to us from Jeremy Horwitz. Uh, Jeremy Horwitz. He is a previous contest winner, isn't he? Didn't he once? Uh, didn't he win one of our contests? Once? I believe he did. I think he may. I think he might have. Uh, won I a he have. I think it's possible that. It's possible, uh, it's possible he won a contest. It's possible. I don't know, maybe. Okay, then. So, uh, Jeremy Horwitz, one-time winner of a contest, emails us uh, down the toilet. Yes. Gentlemen, hogwash and horse pucky indeed. The shape of the sink and how level it is has more to do with the direction of water flow than the Coriolis force. Correct So the shape of the sink, uh, this has to do with your claim that uh, Uh, that water flows clockwise in uh, America and counterclockwise in Australia.
0: Apparently, Jeremy Horwitz believes I'm wrong
1: he believes you're wrong. He also he cites uh, www.snopes.com. Snopes.com
0: is a great website. It's
1: fantastic for for debunking such myths. Or and as also the, uh, and also Coriolis force.
0: Some myths are bunked.
1: Some myths are bunked. It's true. Some myths are proven to actually be fact, but this one is proven to be fiction.
0: I find those to be the more interesting ones. The factual ones? Yes, the ones oh. that are actually bunked.
1: You like bunking?
0: I like the bunked. Did you bunk?
1: You had a brother growing up. Did you guys have a bunk bed?
0: We did have a bunk bed, but I was the only one who uh, uh, laid in it. So, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, did you have the top bunk or the bottom bunk?
0: I had the bo- I had both bunks. You it was in my bunks? room. We had we didn't live in. Why the Why same... did you have a
1: bunk bed if you were the only one in the room?
0: Why did I have anything at all? Quite I, frankly, because people
1: need stuff.
0: Well, I know, but I I misused everything. Did you? Yes. Did you ask for the bunk bed? I did.
1: In the hopes that what you would get another
0: brother, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I had a bunk bed. You know what? I don't know why I had a bunk bed. <laughs>
1: thinking- I mean, my sisters <laughs> had a bunk bed. My and I'm mentioning both of my sisters. Thank you very much, Crosscan. Uh, my sisters had a bunk bed, uh, but they both lived in the same room. Right. I only I lived in my own room. Yeah. And I had a bunk by bed. yourself.
0: You know, talking about it now, it really is confusing. Is I, don't, it? I have no idea why I had. Have a Have you not bed.
1: thought about this in twenty years?
0: Uh Approximately. <laughs> I don't know. Why would
1: I have a bunk bed?
0: I don't know. Why would you have a bunk bed,
1: Mike Knofnagel? Why did Ryan have
0: a bunk bed? Oh, I, you know what? I don't think I slept ever slept in the top bunk because I was afraid I was going to roll off.
1: Well, I don't know. Did you? Did you ever roll off the bottom bunk?
0: I, I, you know, when I first, I, I uh, maybe. I, I feel like I did once.
1: I had a top bunk in summer camp once, uh-huh. and I rolled off. I fell <laughs> off. I fell to the floor.
0: Are you okay? Uh, clearly not. <laughs> uh, all right. So this has been a very depressing uh, email. Thank you very much, Jeremy Horowitz, former winner of a contest. Uh, one time, one time, one time, former winner of a contest. No former, just one-time winner. Okay. He's Jeremy Horowitz. What if he wins again?
1: Winner. He's not going to win again.
0: What if he, It's possible he could win again. That
1: is ridiculous. Now that's horsepucky. Uh, I guess you're right.
0: Uh, our next email comes from Matthew Matera. Uh, we met him in Boston. Uh, yeah. And by the way, he has just signed up for Lollapazoola.
1: Yeah, Matthew Matera is going to be coming to Lollapazoola, too. That's so, fantastic. Uh,
0: so that's another feature of Lollapazoola. Playoff you know, if, if,
1: if you're nervous about signing up because you're afraid we're going to talk about you on the show... <laughs> I guess that's legitimate, because <laughs> that's going to happen. I but uh, if you want, you could email us uh, under separate cover and say, please don't mention me on the show. You could. Uh, although that will most likely just be, fan the flames. and it for, fuel for the such... fire. <laughs>
0: so, uh, Matthew uh, entitles his email, viewer mail ack. Dear Ryan and Brian, Mallard Fillmore is not only a comic strip duck, he's political. Oh. I'm pretty sure he's the conservative conservative yin to Doonesbury's liberal Yang. Have <laughs> you ever seen Doonesbury's Yang?
1: <laughs> you know, I've read a few uh, occasional Doonesbury strips, and I've never once seen the Yang.
0: Oh, oh, it's the special edition.
1: I And I never understood Doonesbury, i got to tell you the truth. But that's mostly because I think the only time in which I read it was when I was like 11. Yeah, it doesn't that make much sense. It didn't make much sense at no. all back then.
0: It's, it's quite uh, impressive, though. Is it? Yes. Okay. I mean, it's been going on since Nixon, I think. Really? Yeah.
1: That's a while. It is. Since Nixon the first time or Nixon the second time?
0: Uh, Nixon the first time, since the 30s. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Matthew goes on to he goes. we were talking about Mallard Fillmore last week. We this were. Is, we this talked, is the tie-in.
1: We were talking about cartoon uh, comic strip characters. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: Uh, Matthew goes on to say, uh, but I did learn that Kathy... While Not Stellar is far from the worst strip in the paper. Besides did you see the the one where Kathy was stressing out at the department store because it was bathing suit season. Pure comic gold act Matt.
1: I did not read that strip Well, when Kathy if you've was read stressing any out Kathy about Kathy bathing strip, suit season.
0: Then that's the strip that you've read.
1: Uh, I don't know that I've ever read any Kathy strip. It's terrible. Are you sure? It's
0: the same thing over and over and over again.
1: It, this is this is it's a it's a it's a it's a woman who uh, has no friends and no life. And, right, and, she, and, and just, she's
0: constantly trying on clothes.
1: And and she just whines about things.
0: Right, and the clothes are always too tight.
1: Well, she should lose weight.
0: Well, she's tries to. Or buy to.
1: bigger clothes. She tries to. And fails?
0: And, and fails miserably. How
1: often is this, like, and this stays interesting?
0: No, it doesn't, but it stays in the newspaper.
1: That, I don't understand I don't that. understand it either. Wow. Yes. That, oh it's a real shame.
0: <laughs> you know, they stop printing the
1: second Sunday puzzle, but they keep printing Kathy.
0: Well, they don't do it in the, in the New York Times.
1: I would hope not, but uh, the New York Times doesn't have room for puzzles. How can they have room for Kathy?
0: We really want to start this.
1: I don't know. Well, you started it. I, who out there is with me? That's that is nonsense. That is nonsense. They make the 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 Sunday magazine smaller, and and then and then they they eliminate the acrostic from the print version. You have to do it online.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: It is ridiculous. You know what? We, uh, you know what? I, I'm going to do something I said I wasn't going to do. It was last week we got a viewer mail from Amanda Yesimitz, the Unparalleled Parallel Verse Engineer, <laughs> shining light to us all, and, uh, and, 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 and she complained about the size of the, the paper, and you know what we did? We didn't talk about that complaint. We went on and talked about the other stuff from her email, and then, and then you made fun of the fact that you can't pronounce her name, and we never addressed this, and I just think It's garbage. It is garbage that they made it smaller, and then they eliminate things like the puzzle just so they can have advertising. Garbage.
0: I agree with you. Do you? It's, I'm not personally affected by it because I never do that I don't see the, the heat. I don't well, see I'm you incense. I'm not personally this. affected by it. I always do it online anyway. I do
1: it too, but I'm still affected by it. Well, I, I hear you.
0: I know. I'm loud. What? <laughs> Why aren't you with me? I I am just not personally affected by it, but I can understand why people who like to do it in the newspaper or in the in the magazine having it not there is very upsetting. I think that it is
1: our place as 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 puzzle as puzzle people as puzzle people of the world. I think it's our place to speak up and let's say let's speak up. Let's speak up. Let's speak up and say that that second puzzle needs to be in. Let's
0: there. get a petition going.
1: All right, I'm signing it.
0: All right. There's a there's an online petition that we can create, and, and here's how
1: you access the petition. You click. A, it looks like a PayPal button near where it says Lollapuzzoola. <laughs> no, 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 no. But,
0: we'll, no, no. We'll actually create a petition. We will. We'll, we'll create a petition. All right. We're going to we'll, get like two signatures. No, That's no, 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 no. We'll it's create a petition. You and me and Amanda. No, 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 no. We will create an online petition. We okay. will have the link on our website. Okay. I will do this today. Awesome. It will so be, we'll see a, it in like three weeks. Fine. Oh, no. 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 what does that mean? Yeah. You, you know what? Never mind. I won't do it. I no, won't do it. I wish you would. I am going to do it. Okay. Good. Thank God. With we that got, kind of encouragement, I'm <laughs> definitely going to do it. It's done. Consider All right. it done. People can sign up, and then we'll send it to the necessary parties. Awesome. Done. Should I go on to the next viewer? Go on. Okay. Go on. Taking our, it to the streets.
1: Our next viewer mail comes to us from Mike Nothnagle, The uh, What's his name? <laughs> who, who are you? Me? <laughs> uh, Pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle. Yes, Mike, uh, the subject is Neville, East versus West, and Allen Wrenches. Hey guys, first a two-fold thanks to Neville Fogarty. The first fold is for taking the time to apologize to me when he messed up my nickname. And the second one is for helping me maintain my position on the spreadsheet. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Raymond Hamill. Yeah, oh, that's right. Raymond Hamill, of Raymond course. Hamill. Raymond, Raymond Hamill. Raymond Hamill. This As is
0: uh, mentioned three. Number right? three. This is three. We have two left. Uh,
1: Raymond Hamill. Thank you. So, But continuing with Mike Knopfnagel, he goes on to say, I'm an East Coaster by birth, uh, and if someone asked me what was between Italy and Japan, I would first think to go East over Asia, which supports the theory. This is our theory from last week where we thought that maybe because I was from the East Coast, I'm from Maine, that when I think geographically, I travel Eastward. Whereas when you you're from california yes. you
0: think geographically you travel westward right it's okay. very we, we did a lot of scientific we did analysis. well mike tells
1: us that uh, cuz he's an east coaster he would go east over asia which supports this theory but if someone asked him if he goes on to say but if someone asked me what was between japan and italy i think i'd go west over asia rather than east over the us perhaps it has something to do with going over land versus going over water interesting what do you think do you think which do you think is more Legitimate as a theory. Going over land versus water or going in the direction of your coastal heritage? (laughs) I I never really thought too much about my coastal heritage. Now, my wife is from Oklahoma. Which direction is she going to go? Up. Oh, interesting. Over the
0: poles. (laughs) Over the poles? Yes. Over the, is it the Arctic Circle? Is that at the top? I believe so, and I think the Antarctic Ellipse is down at the bottom. (laughs)
1: Uh, Mike? Concludes with the name of Thor's Allen wrench is Oosterljangmir, <laughs> which is Swedish for these pre drilled holes are almost in the right places.
0: <laughs> that's, that's pretty really
1: funny. funny. That's I, I, like, I, like, I think that's an Ikea joke. That's very yes, funny. I like,
0: I like picturing uh, Thor, the god of thunder, putting together a bookcase. <laughs>
1: Hey, if we have any cartoonists out there listening, yes. would you draw us a one-panel cartoon of Thor holding uh and, and saying, muttering to himself, These pre-drilled holes are almost in the right places. Yes. Draw us that, Any please. cartoonists. Yes, any cartoonists out there, we'll, we'll, we'll put it on a shirt or we'll sell it at Lollapazoola too.
0: Kathy Geiswhite, if you listen to the uh, program, uh, forget all that stuff we said about your horrible comic strip and draw us a uh, Thor. I, I'm sorry, back up a minute and who? Kathy Geiswhite. Hold on a minute. You know her last name?
1: Yeah. Is that the character or the it's artist? The, it's,
0: well, I don't go so
1: far as to say artist. <laughs> is that the character or is that the uh, the blame?
0: <laughs> that is where the blame lies. Kathy who? Geiswhite. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Peppelbon.
1: <laughs> Kathy Geiswhite.
0: Speaking of that, I, I'm going back a to because you said t-shirt and we were toying with the idea of possibly making a T-shirt, but we don't know if it's feasible in terms of money, in terms of creating a logo. So if anybody knows anything about that, I know Vic, the gavel Fleming, uh, created a a T-shirt for the ACPT. So if anybody knows anything about how we could get them very cheap, I mean, if we're going to do it, we would like them to be $10 a piece. Why did you
1: pick $10? Or less. Why?
0: I don't know, because that seems like a, 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 a good amount of money for a shirt. A fair amount for a nice t shirt. Not too expensive.
1: Is this bad that I'm like drinking my Diet Pepsi on the show?
0: No, it's bad that you're not paying attention to me.
1: I'm sorry. What were you saying? (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, So if anybody knows anything about t shirt design, t shirt production, t shirt anything, please let us know. Okay. Can I have the next viewer mail, please? (laughs) Thank you. Uh, The next viewer mail is from Jonathan Brown. Oh. He entitles his email podcast Heinz 57 contest answers so to 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 recap he gave us the right answer last week for the contest yes. i don't remember what the contest the was the
1: contest was the nine letter word in which the letters are in reverse alphabetical order right and, and Jonathan he Brown answered it correctly. And he won. Yeah, except he Googled the answer. And we said that you'd be disqualified yes. if you use Google. And then we we actually asked him to either come up with a new word that satisfied the contest. Spoon feed. Well, that was the old word. We asked him to come up with a new one. Deef or... noops. What? Deef noops. What are you doing? Deef noops. I'm trying to explain what
0: happened. I'm saying spoon feed backwards. Okay, that's useful. Isn't it? No. I did it pretty quickly, though. You're looking at it. I'm not looking at it. You Where just am did I looking that in your head? Where, yeah. Okay. You're impressed, but you don't want to admit it. That's correct. Okay. Uh, go ahead.
1: I don't remember what I was saying.
0: <laughs> You've totally baffled me. So, uh, Jonathan Brown goes on to say, Brian and Brian, ouch. So in my defense, I must explain to you how I completely miss the do not use the internet to look this answer up thing. I usually listen to music, Spanish national radio, or Portuguese national radio as I fall asleep every morning. However, one night a week, I listen to your podcast, usually making it through the entire show before falling asleep, which is better than most people. Uh, for podcast number 57, however, I was going in and out of consciousness while listening to the episode. I'm not suggesting that this podcast was less interesting than any others, but perhaps that that test at school earlier in the day had really worn me down. Anyways, I remember waking up while Ryan was reading the week's contest, so I quickly ran the podcast by a few seconds to hear what I needed to send in. I took a mental note, went back to sleep, and sent in the answer the afternoon of the following day. Regards, Jonathan Brown. Quoted text hidden.
1: <laughs> uh, I have to back up and say, do you know that when you are instructed to read a very long email like yeah. you just did, you have a tendency to start reading faster and faster? As I know because it's continues. getting longer and longer. I no, it's actually not. It's the same length the whole time. No, but, but you
0: know, you know what it is? No, 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 no. no and no, 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 so no. what happens
1: is that approximately the last half of what you read, right, doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, see, here's the I thing. I didn't understand
0: any of well, that. Well, here's the thing. I can't stand the sound of my own voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. It's wonderful it, that you're an actor. For and, when it,
0: and when it's out there for so long, I, f- I feel most people can't stand the sound of my voice, so I just make it faster.
1: You know, usually when we're splitting up who's going to read what viewer mail, I have just a natural inclination to take the longer viewer mails for myself. Oh, I like
0: reading the longer ones.
1: But you don't, and you don't usually read them, and this is exactly why. Well, should I do it again? No. Yes. Let me do it again No please don't Let's just respond To his viewer mail I think that made sense I have to say That I'm a little disappointed In Jonathan Brown Because we asked him To either come up With a new solution Or one that would amuse us And he did neither Of those things Instead he told us That he falls asleep Listening to our show Because it's not in Portuguese So I
0: I, I don't know Do you think that's true That he listens That he falls asleep listening to Spanish or Portuguese national radio?
1: Uh, sure. I, I I don't know that I could understand it. So if it was playing, I imagine I'd probably tune out. Because
0: Jonathan Brown does not sound like either a Portuguese or a Spanish name.
1: No, but that doesn't mean he couldn't learn a language. It,
0: it doesn't mean that at all. It's just uh, I just find it interesting. I
1: would think it might be kind of confusing to learn both Spanish and Portuguese because they're apparently similar but different and awkwardly so. Are
0: you okay? Did you, did you drink too much Pepsi? Yeah, I think I have a little bit of a... A bubble? A little bit of a bubble. All sorry. Right. Uh, so does, do we give Jonathan Brown a prize?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we do give him a prize. I think Jonathan Brown, if you want to defend your need for a prize or you'd like to defer to somebody else, that's okay. Uh, step in here and say something to us and, and try to keep it concise so that when Ryan reads it, we don't, you know, fall I'm apart just, into I don't, nonsense.
0: I don't want people to fall asleep. Well,
1: you're not talking in Portuguese, so we're probably safe. All right. Uh, yavu. But on the subject of foreign languages, uh, our last viewer mail comes to us f- comes to us f- comes to <laughs> us from Elizabeth U. Elizabeth U writes to us and says Re Sunday's crossword puzzle appearing in the Miami Herald. R in Spanish does not mean esta. Esta is, is or this, but I am sure somebody has already called your attention to this fact.
0: <laughs> so she, she she's emailing us about a puzzle in the Miami Herald She's
1: emailing us about some puzzle in Florida We don't know what puzzle or when No uh, But apparently R in Spanish does not mean esta Well, I, What I'd like to say is that I don't think R, A-R-E I don't think that's a word in Spanish I think R in English maybe does not mean esta in Spanish, but right. I, R in Spanish does not mean esta. That's not a sentence. That
0: to make make up, we don't know what she's talking about, but we enjoyed the fact that she said, I'm sure someone has already called us to your attention. As if, uh, actually, you know what, Elizabeth, you? Nobody had. You're no, the first. You're, you're the, the first. first one to
1: call it to our attention. Uh, Thank un-
0: you. Unfortunately, uh, we can't do anything about it. No, not really. And uh, we have no pull. We have we have push. What is the opposite of pull? Push? push yeah. We have push yeah. at the New York Times. That's what we so. Have.
1: We pretty much stand outside the building and lean up against it. Right. That's the best we can offer. So we'll
0: do that. All right. So, uh, oh. Um, viewer mail. Closing it up. So our next segment is installment number four of how to pronounce Chon Vong name. Yes, indeed. We
1: love this segment.
0: Chon writes to us and says, For all that you downplay the size of your fan base, it's probably true that you have more than double the number of the people in the world who actually know how to say my name properly. Well, I feel good then. That's good. We've accomplished something. There really weren't that many of them to begin with, but it's still saying something. Of course, whether or not to continue the segment is entirely up to the people who make Fill Me In happen, whoever they are. Who are they?
1: I don't know. Who is it who makes Fill Me In happen? We'd like to thank all of you out there who make FilmieN happen. Yes. All of our sponsors. <laughs> our our promoters. Our
0: <laughs> PR men.
1: Yeah. Oh, the PR men.
0: Uh, and he signs it Sean von name.
1: Well, thanks, Sean. I have to say, installment number four was not very much about how to pronounce your name. It was a little more about the results of our Well,
0: I think efforts. that's valid. I think that's valid for yeah. the installment.
1: All right, so that was installment number four. It's I, uh, not my favorite installment, but that's okay.
0: I think it's a bridge to the next level. Is it? What is yes. the next level? I don't know yet.
1: Is it like Scientology, where you get keys to each of the new levels? Do is you? Is that
0: Scientology? I don't know what you're talking I think that's The Legend of Zelda.
1: you get keys to the new levels of that that's true Uh, why don't we move on to uh, what's next the contest it is, it's the contest Uh, last week we had a contest where uh, it was Peter Gordon who submitted this contest and the contest was as follows take the seven letter name of a famous American remove the last three letters of that name and you'll get what the person wears at work who is it and we got several answers uh, all of which we we got a whole bunch of correct answers, and then we actually got a couple other like follow up answers. Yes. Um, but anyway, should we do our winner first? Yes. And see they, so well, what was the answer. What's that?
0: What was the answer? Oh, the
1: answer. The answer is uh, Supreme Court Chief Justice uh, John Roberts. Yes. Roberts, you move the you remove the R T S at the end of Roberts. You get robe, which is what he wears at work. Yes. A robe.
0: And the winner is oh oh well we should uh, strap strap them on. Do
1: we strap do we strap on the winners? We strap on the uh, later hosen. The later are there any other kinds of hosen? Yes. There's later hosen, but what other hosen's are are there?
0: Uh, there's um uh uh, gar, uh gorgonzola hosen.
1: There is there's gore, that's a bitter hosen. It
0: is there. It, I think there's
1: also bitter hosen. Bitter hosen. <laughs> I, <think that's, laughs> I think that's a hosen. Bitter
0: hosen There's, there's papelbon hosen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's Okay, that sounds good. Well, let's put on all of our hosens. hosen. What's that? Ibuprofen hosen? Ibuprofen. Profen hosen. Profen hosen?
0: That's, I, think I, I think I had a science teacher in the
1: seventh grade named Profen hosen.
0: I had a science teacher in the seventh grade who had uh, two butts. <laughs> what? One in the front and one in the back.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mrs. Scanlon.
1: Mrs. Scanlon? Yes. Had
0: two butts? Mrs. Scanlon. Of- this sounds like a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Mrs. was Scanlan a child that has time, two butts. And I do remember she had two butts. Wow, that's a surgical
1: mishap if I ever heard one. <laughs> uh, so we're wearing our hosens and we are going to yodel. Off we go. And
0: our the friends at random.org
1: is- have selected as a winner. Jeremy Horwitz! What
0: are the odds of that? Jeremy Horwitz, former one-time winner, now a two-time winner
1: of the Filmian
0: contest. So Jeremy, tell us what you'd like to win, Yeah, and we will do our best to provide that which you request.
1: Also, Jeremy, I've just finished doing uh, some New York Sun puzzle that you had done, that you created. It was from like January of 2009, and it was quite difficult. I just wanted to let you know I had a lot of trouble with it. Brilliant. Just saying so. I don't know why. We had a couple follow-up comments about this contest, and uh, one of them came from Howard Barkin. Howard Barkin actually came up with one that I think works. It does, and we should say he's the great Howard, Barker, uh, Howard Barkin knower of all things. Howard Barker somebody else. <laughs> Howard Barker. If you're out there, Howard Barker, what are you the knower of? <laughs> all things? Some things? Some things? Not many things? Four things? That thing? So Howard Barkin... Says to us, does Carlos Beltran of the Mets wear a belt to work? Not that I'm curious, but maybe that'd work. I think he does wear a belt. I think Carlos Beltran does wear a belt. I think all baseball players wear belts. It's
0: part of the uniform. So you take off the uh, Beltran, you take off the R A N, and you get belt. That's
1: right. So uh, Carlos Beltran would have worked for. I this think that, I,
0: he's clearly not as famous as Chief Justice Roberts. You don't think so? Well, probably not. Okay. Well, uh, maybe it depends on what circles you run in. If you run in the baseball circles or the justice circles.
1: I don't think you're allowed to run in the justice circles. I think there's no running allowed. Like, like the this, library? Like, or or the pool?
0: Or the pool? Sure. Yeah. So there's no throwing up in the halls of justice either.
1: Is the halls of justice the same thing as the the justice circles? Yeah, the halls of justice. Isn't that where the Super Friends met? It's
0: yeah, but that's yeah. They I think they were all on jury duty. <laughs>
1: that's where that's they really met the first time Yeah, isn't that what they're just happened? hanging out at the, uh, they're sequestered one night and they're like so what do you do on the side oh well I'm Aquaman <laughs> what do you do on the side oh well I'm Superman oh we should like hang
0: out <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of how it happened
1: yeah and what the hell is wrong with me that the first superhero I think of is Aquaman yeah that's and then Superman that's a little embarrassing
0: wow So the other follow-up was from Joanne Sullivan. Yes. And she said, by the way, if you remove the last letter of Robert's middle name, you get what Papelbon (laughs) wears at work. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Papelbon... (laughs) is a a relief pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Jonathan Papelbon, he's the closer
1: for the Red Sox. And
0: John Roberts uh middle John, name. What is his middle name? Like uniformy? <laughs> I don't think it's uniformy. I think so. You I remove believe... the last
1: letter of uniformy and you get uniform. I
0: believe it is Glover. Glover.
1: So you remove the R and you get glove. Well, wow, that makes a lot more sense than uniformy. It does. Although if John Roberts' middle name is uniformy, that would be awesome. It would be awesome. But I believe it's John John Uniformy Roberts. <laughs> Supreme Court Chief Justice.
0: Now we have a new contest.
1: We do have a new contest. This one also comes to us from our friend Peter Gordon, Quadruple Threat. And uh, Peter Gordon has posed this question. What common, unhyphenated, nine-syllable, 20-letter word
0: describes some books? What common, unhyphenated, nine-syllable, 20-letter word describes some books? And we're going to do a little twist to this uh, contest. Is the uh, twist you echoing me? I always echo you. Okay. I echo, I've echo. i echoed you every single time. Okay. And look at what has happened. It's uh, been a
1: success. It has. You're right.
0: You're right. Why poo-poo? I'm not poo-pooing anything. Uh, the twist is going to be, uh, once you figure out what it is, you have to also send us an example, either either a real example or an example that you've made up of this type of book.
1: Yes, and you can send us, it could be a title, you can you can include a title, you can include an author, you can include, you know, like the blurb that would be on the back or anything like that. And
0: the one that we enjoy the most is going to win. So, yeah. we're, we, so no
1: more lederhosen, no more random.org? We're not, just, well, not for this, not for next week. Okay. Uh, so one week only. One this week, week only. It's
0: This is more of a skill-based competition. This
1: is. So you have to, you know, get out your, your, your talent hats and, and write something clever. Yes. Do you have a talent
0: hat? I do. You it's wear home. it for this podcast? No. no. I okay. left it at home. No. I've left it at home for the past fifteen or so years. Ah. Our new segment is is well, I guess it's your new segment. It is. It is my new segment. This is a new segment
1: we're calling I'm Wrong About Soup. <laughs> <laughs> we we got two emails from people telling me should we say, should we that say, I'm wrong about
0: soup. Should we say what happened last week?
1: Well last week I said that chicken soup, when put in the refrigerator overnight, does not congeal. You claimed that it congeals. I said it does not. Yes. I said that chicken fat congeals, but chicken soup does not. Apparently, I'm wrong about soup. (laughs) We got one email from David Stein. We met him at the ACPT. He's a teacher, he has a class. He asked him, Would you rather? (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. And David Stein emails us (laughs) to say, did you not think I was going to do it? I forgot. I
0: was was (laughs) not paying attention for about two seconds, and you snuck it in. It was very good. It was very good. I enjoyed that. So David
1: Stein emails us. It says, if you make real chicken soup, the fat does indeed coagulate at the top. That fat is called, in Yiddish, schmaltz. What's interesting is that the adjective schmaltzy means melodramatic. I have never thought about it before, but it must come from melodrama being figuratively dripping with fat. Interesting. I have never thought of melodrama as being figuratively dripping with fat.
0: Well, it's drip, it drips with fat.
1: What does that even mean? Well, figuratively, what does that mean?
0: It, mean it, it it. drips with a lot of excess nonsense, a lot of excess emotion, a lot of excess drama, a lot of excess hand gestures. Kind of like
1: this show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got another mail, and this one came from M O D F W O T C D W O T B D. Do we know who that is? I think
0: it's Dan Fair's mom. Yeah, I think
1: it is. Uh, and uh, Dan Fair's mom writes to us with this information. <clears throat> I was surprised at the controversy in a recent episode about chicken soup and gelling. The stuff you get in a can won't likely turn into a gel in the refrigerator, but homemade chicken soup, like your grandmother's surely made, does in fact gel. Don't ask me why, ask Mike Nothnagel, insert nickname here. Alright, so there's a couple of things we have to deal with. First of all, most important of all, you've got Mike Nothnagel's nickname wrong. That's Tyler Hinman's almost nickname. Yeah, Tyler Hinman's nickname is, insert kickass nickname here, Mike Nothnagel's nickname is Pen Pal Extraordinaire and Constructor of the Friday Puzzle. So, M-O-D-F-W-O-T-C-D-W-O-T-B-D, you have to go back five yards and be in your neighbor's kitchen. Oh, be in your neighbor's kitchen. Yes, be in Neville Fogarty's neighbor's
0: kitchen. No, I think her. I think it's okay. So to it's be, relative to the one who.
1: It's not. It's not always five yards behind Neville Fogarty's apartment. It's
0: relative to the to the mistake maker.
1: The mistake maker. I see. So both uh, Dan Fayer's mom and David Stein, uh, who, by the way, I've I've never seen them both in the same place at the same time.
0: Yes, you have. No. The only time you've seen Dan... uh, No, I saw them on
1: separate days at the ACPT. I thought you saw them on the finals. Maybe, but not at the same time. You know what? David could have gone off into a phone booth and changed into Dan Fayer's mom and come back out again. You know what? I think you're right. I think they might be the same person. Dan Fayer, Fayer, is David Stein your mother? (laughs) (laughs) That's the question I'd like to ask. (laughs) Hey, and David Stein's class, if you're listening, is your teacher Dan Fayer's mother? Discuss. Yes, all of you. Just discuss with each other. Uh, so there's a lot I don't know about soup. Clearly. Uh, maybe I should talk about some of the other things I don't know about soup. Right. But, you know, the main thing I don't know about soup is how you get soup to be anything uh, thicker than brothy.
0: Okay, well, here's the thing. This segment is not called what I don't know about soup. This is called I'm wrong about soup. Okay, so I well, think... then
1: here, let me rephrase that. All right. Let me, uh, let me rephrase that statement. Um, I have tried to make soup that is thicker than brothy. Uh-huh. And uh, I have not done it correctly. And therefore so I have made the effort to make a thicker soup, but I did it wrong. All right. Uh, so I was wrong about soup. Right, I was now- wrong about how to make thicker soup.
0: Now, but you have to make a now you have to make a statement about the soup. What is it that makes soup thick?
1: Uh the the way you make soup thicker than just being brothy is by adding more carrots. To okay.
0: It. Okay, thank you. That so is the, 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 the end of this week's segment of Brian is wrong about soup. I believe the segment is called I'm wrong about soup. I don't think you can ever
1: announce the segment because it's I'm wrong about soup. I know,
0: but I, well, I changed. So don't say Brian is
1: wrong about soup. I'm wrong about soup.
0: Okay, okay, well, I didn't want people to be confused because I was correct about soup.
1: Are you always correct about soup? No. Okay. I how was... do you make
0: soup thicker? I'm not going to tell you. That's for oh, next week. man. How how will we get people to tune in next week if we give it away? Oh my God! Look on the horizon. Wow! I see a god of thunder putting together a bookcase. He is. He's holding Usterliangmir, the Allen wrench
1: of of lightning. It is the Allen wrench of lightning, and and what does lightning
0: correct? (laughs) What create? It creates rain and
1: sleet, and also maybe thunder. (gasps) Thunder. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Oh, see, now that's how
0: the song oh is sung. Well, see, that's Don what I that was. That's what you were trying to that's do. That's what the I was trying to that oh, Both of us, we had
1: agreed on it. We had agreed on. I have never agreed on singing with you on this show.
0: Monday, June 15th by John Dunn. If Philip Roth, Pat Robertson, Pierre Renoir, and Paul Revere were all on Big Brother, who would win? Uh,
1: Paul Revere, because of the Ox.
0: What are you talking about? I, I think that's Paul Bunyan.
1: Oh, right. Well, he would win. Tuesday. That's me. Tuesday, <laughs> June 16th by Paula Gamache. Purps walking through the puzzle. Purp. Yes, walking. Perp. Through the puzzle. Perp. Walking Perp.
0: through. Perp. Stop it. Wednesday, June 17th by Joe Crozel, rhymed with puzzle and Peter A. Collins. This puzzle came full circle. The paper started out as a tree became a paper, became a puzzle, and then the puzzle became a tree.
1: I did this puzzle on my phone without fancy Magmic game software, so mine started out as a crappy phone, became a crappier phone, and ended up as the crappiest phone ever.
0: Ah, the circle
1: of life. Thursday, June 18th, by Patrick Sula, Blindauer. Have you ever played Name That Tuna?
0: Yes, I was the Western Regional Champion in 1983, but lost the Nationals on a uh, tunicality. Friday, June 19th, by David Levinson-Wilk. I'd like to ask a question. Should bacon, lettuce, and tomato cans as one item in an express line? It's express lane, not line. Lane? Lane. Uh, okay, I'd like to ask the same question.
1: Only if you're driving an ice cream truck. Saturday, June 20th, by Brad Wilbur. We should rename our podcast to Fill Me In, Land of Machismo, Roger Ebert, and Erotica. That
0: kind of covers everything, doesn't it? Unfortunately, yes. Sunday, June 21st by Matt Ginsburg and Pete Mueller. What would your famous last words be? Have we started?